today. Hello everyone and welcome to the Football Matching Podcast episode number five of season four. This week I am joined by Paddy. Hey, get a better camera. And Connor. Is is this your league? Is this your season debut? No, no, no. I was no. here. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Right. Uh yeah. Look at the green screen in though, Connor. You want a beach somewhere, really? <laughs> yeah. I've decided to pick a shit kitchen. Do you like oh, it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, then maybe are you in the joy? <laughs> <laughs> he's in the he's in the apartment on uh, in Spain there, like just fucking recording yeah. in the background. Sorry for our international listeners, the joy is Mount Joy Jail. It's the local uh, prison. There's no international listeners, let's be honest. For our American <laughs> and Brazilian listeners, for number what number 20 in the uh, iPod 22, podcast charts. 22. Come we're, on. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, Come on. we're not anymore. I think we've taken a massive a massive drop, but we won't talk about that. Um, I, was I was on, wasn't it? <laughs> no, that, that, that was after Waters Calamities last week. Oh, absolutely classic. Absolutely classic. <laughs> Lads, we're going to be looking at uh, the Premier League fixtures again. We are back on the Prem, so international shy is gone. Um <laughs> We have, I have a couple of bets that I will be uh, trying out at the end. Lads, you might have some. I don't know. We've done, have, you've done your, have you done your 10 to 1,000, Paddy? I might do it while we're doing this. Okay. Uh, I have mine done, uh, which is, spoiler alert, 100% going to win. Um, <laughs> What's the next 50 to 1? Uh, 9 to 1. No, 9 or 10 to 1, I think. There's 9 teams in it. Um, we have the fashion week as well. I know oh, Paddy's one of yes! Paddy's favourites. Uh, we're looking at Brentford's kits this week, lads. Um, a few little tasty ones. I don't know. Like, yeah, might, so. might tickle your fancy. Might tickle your fancy. Um, lads, we have one or two questions as well. So we're going to jump straight in, lads. We're going to go straight on to the Premier League predictions, and we're going to we're going to start with this gorgeous little intro. Yeah. In uh, presentation college, did they not teach you like to not stop talking about your intros before you do them? No, 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 no. Best is when you hear them scrambling, all you hear is mouse clicks. <laughs> and we're just wait here for it's it's a complete it's a complete stall. So that's what, like when you hear me talking before any little graphic, it's me trying to find it on the fucking computer. Oh we know. <laughs> well lads, half twelve on Saturday, Crystal Palace and Spores. Spores are ten to eleven, Palace are sixteen to five, and the draw is twelve to five. Lads, Spores sitting top of the league. On a good run, uh, Connor. How do you see this one going? Do you fancy Spurs in this one, or do you think Palace may ha- may kind of turn their fortunes around? Uh, haven't been doing too well lately, but um, what do you reckon with Spurs? Yeah, I think Spurs will will keep motoring on. I think that the big worry that everyone had for Spurs was obviously Harry Kane, and he doesn't seem to have dropped too much in form over the international break either, or be- before kind of they broke and after he said he was going to stay at the club. So. That was a big worry. So if he's backfiring on all cylinders, I don't see why Spurs shouldn't breeze past Palace at the moment, especially Crystal Palsier, <laughs> whoever they are. Oh, what <laughs> a day. I had a few beers, lads, all right. <laughs> Palsier. Palsier. French. I have to change that, um, No, but I, I fancy Spurs here, away from home, even even if it's a London derby, I think it's going to be comfortable. Jesus, that's some redner. I actually have fucking sweat balls, lads. <laughs> uh, Paddy, what do you reckon on this one? Uh, good result for Palace last week, drawn against West Ham, considering their yeah. start. Um, first positive kind of result. 
for Vieira. Um, I always think the half 12 game after an international break could be a big banana skin, no matter who was playing. You've seen teams slipping up so many times. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm thinking, to be honest, you, that it could be a draw. I don't think Crystal Palace will beat Spurs, but I think it could be a draw. Um, Spurs, three great results starting off. Um, but like, like every team, they're eventually going to have a slip, whether it be a draw or a loss. So I'm going to go for a two-all draw, same as when they played um, West Ham. And I'm going to go for Harry Kane to score first. Okay, Connor, did you give me a score prediction? No, I didn't, but I'll give you a uh, three nail Spurs yeah. and Kane. Ooh. All right, um, I'm going to say a tighter game than that, lads. I'm going to go with a 2-1 win for um, for Spurs. And I do think that... Um, do you know what? Do you know what I'm going to actually say is going to score? Deli Ali. Uh, I really think that he might have a good season this year. Um, he's played 90 minutes in every game, so he's actually not a bad one to have for the fantasy football as well. I think he's only about six and a half million. Um, so he might be one you're kind of looking for a lower lower price player just to free up some money for getting Ronaldo or whatever. And he he's might six be and a half million, did you say? He's only six and a half million, yeah. Oh, just sorry. Uh, he used to be back in the day, himself. I think he was up to like nine million, eight, eight and a half, nine and a half or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, definitely one to kind of bring in. Hopefully, his fucking fortunes change around soon enough. Right, lads, we'll move on to the next one. Uh, we have Arsenal and Norwich, 3 o'clock on Saturday. Uh, what are you laughing at? It's a fucking stinker of a game, this is. Oh, right, okay. I thought oh. I was at the making a mistake. Just, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so, look, we'll, we'll give out the odds here. Arsenal are 1-2. to two, The draw is 10-3. to three, And Norwich are 11-2. to two. Paddy, what do you reckon on this one? Do you think, do you think Arsenal are finally going to get something out of a game? Or do you think... No well, goals. I'll tell you, both both teams have something to play for because the worst ever start in Premier League history is four defeats and twelve goals conceded, with no goals scored, Jeez. or minus twelve goal difference or something like that. So both teams aren't far off. That's whoever loses this game is going to nearly be matching the worst ever start of a Premier League season. Um, I think Arsenal had a good result in the cup there just before the international break. Uh, again, look, they, they had a really difficult start with the teams they were up against. Um, I, I think they'll get a result here at home against a, a poor Norwich side. So I'm going to go for a convincing Arsenal win, a uh, 3-0, and I'm going to go for a Bamiyang to score first. All right, and Connor? Yeah, it's a tricky one. I'm looking at, like Paddy mentioned, about Arsenal's good results in the Cup, and Norwich had something similar, and then were unlucky to be beaten by Leicester, I thought, the week before the break. So... You'd hope that, well, you'd not hope, but you'd expect Arsenal's expect, quality to yeah. kind of come come through against someone like Norwich at home. I don't think it's going to be as comfortable. I'm still going to back an Arsenal win. I'm going to say two one. Mm. Uh, goal scorer wise, I'm going to go with Odegaard. I reckon he's he's going to have to turn it on eventually. Yeah, he has to do something, doesn't he? Um, yeah, I do think I do think this is going to be kind of a, a big win for Arsenal here. I think it's going to be that thing where. They fucking know the fans are going to be on their back, especially when they're in the stadium. Like the fans are not going to accept anything at this stage. Um, I was listening to, I think it was Edu. I think he's one of the kind of the higher ups. I don't know if he's heard that interview, but he was he was very honest in that. It was fucking brilliant to see from somebody that's that's he's like an executive or something like that. I don't know what role he has exactly, but it was brilliant the way he kind of came out and he was honest and he said, "Look, it's not acceptable." He goes, "Like, look, we have to change our fortunes." Um, He's like, we want to build for the future. He was, he was basically, he was backing um, Arteta, but also saying, look, if he doesn't get the fucking finger out, we probably will sack him, which I think is is right to say because you can't just expect, like, let's be honest, Arteta is kind of loved by, well, is he loved by Arsenal fans? I don't know. 
but he has that kind of history with them of playing with them for a few years. Um, so you kind of think that he gets a little bit more, like Oli and Lampard, I suppose, at Chelsea, a bit more affection from the fans. Um, Oli maybe, maybe not the owners. Um, but yeah, it was nice to see someone speaking honest and basically saying, look, we're fucking dog shit. It's time to fucking turn our fortunes around and we don't be getting the fucking chop. So I do think they are going to turn it around in this match. I think it's going to be a 4-0 win for Arsenal. And I'm going to say Pepe to get on the score sheet. Um, I think he'll get a couple of goals this year. I actually think he's going to be their highest scorer this year, funny enough. I mean, who um, else can do it? Lacazette or Aubameyang are the two obvious ones, but Aubameyang's fucking fallen off a cliff lately, hasn't he? Embarrassing. Like. Certain either. Yeah. Um, last year. Lads, we're moving off Arsenal because Arsenal are shy. So um, on to the next one, Brentford and Brighton, an even better game than that one. Uh, Brentford are 9-5, the draw is 21-10. And Brighton are 13 to 8. We will be looking at Brighton's or Brentford's kids later, which we can't wait for. Um, so Connor, what do you reckon on this one? Uh, have you been impressed? I think you I think you called the Tony goal last week, um, or a week before, and he scored. I think he produced it. No, yeah, he scored he, he got himself on the goal on the uh the score sheet for the Prem. He had to do it eventually. He did come in talking the really big talk and in the preseason mm. saying it was going to be a toss-up between him and Kane for the Golden Boot. So if you're Love saying that you, you should score in your first three games, really, shouldn't you? Yeah. Um, but you got a goal. I think they're two sides that are hard to beat. I don't know if they have a lot in the way of creativity going forward. So to keep it short and sweet, I'm just going to say it's going to be a score or draw. I'm going to go one all, and I'm going to, uh, to back Big Tony again. <laughs> no, what was going there? Uh, Paddy, what do you reckon? <laughs> Um, yeah. Nil all. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, fucking, yeah, I'm going to 1 0 to, to Brighton and Danny Welbeck to score. All right. Uh, yeah, I, I have gone with a draw as well. Um, and I've gone with a 1 all draw. And I do think Ivan Tony's going to score again. So, um, big Tony. Yeah, big Tony. Big, big IVT. Uh, so I think he is going to score. I think it's going to be 1 all. Lads, I move away from that one because it's poxy. Uh, next one is probably one of the games of the week, Leicester and Man City. Uh, 19 to 4 for Leicester, 3 to 1 for the draw, and 4 to 7 for Man City. Paddy, what do you reckon on this one? This is at 3 o'clock on a Saturday. Uh, would you say you've seen enough from Leicester this season so far to think that they could beat Torn City over, or do you reckon it's going to be all City in this game? Well, City, after their surprise uh, loss against Tottenham on the first day of the season, have been rampant. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Leicester and goals in the last two games. Yeah, and like Leicester, they 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 beaten Norwich. Um, I, I can't before that. I think they drew or lost the game as well against West Ham. West Ham, West Ham, West Ham beat yeah. them, didn't they? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, which I suppose West Ham are a good team as well. Um, I, I can't look past City here though. I think uh, they're just way way too strong. Um, Leicester, do I? I don't think they'll even get close to the top four this season. Like they did have been the last couple of years. Like I think. I think the last two seasons have been their big chances. And mm. um, I just think the other teams around them going for the top four now are too strong. Um, like Liverpool, was a it was a big chance for them last year with Liverpool having the form that they did. And again, they bottled it just like they did the year before yeah. with United. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go for a City win here. I'm going to go for a City win 3-1. And I'm going for uh, Vardy to score first. I'm going to go for Vardy to score and then City to come back. Yeah. Vardy has been playing well this season. What's your, what do you reckon, Connor? Do you reckon he could be up there top scorer this season? Or do you think um, do you think he's going to kind of die down a little bit? Ian Acho hasn't really been doing too much, has he? 
No, he's been. I don't know. That's just the way it goes with Iannaccio. When he plays regularly, he doesn't do a hell of a lot. But when yeah. you bring him in for one or two games at a time, yeah. that's when he gets all of his at goals. At the end of last season, he was fucking coming on off the bench and scoring every fucking game. Like. I, I just don't I don't think it suits him playing with someone up top, to be honest. I think he's a little bit too greedy and selfish. And when Vardy goes out of the team injured, Iannaccio yeah. can step in and do a job or play yeah, instead exactly. of him. Well, I think the two of them together... Well, look, it's obviously suiting Vardy. He's still scoring goals. I think he's got... Like, he's sim- got they're similar enough player in terms of running in behind, aren't they? Like, Vardy probably takes up a lot of Iheanacho's space. Like. I, I I think Iheanacho is is too stupid to play alongside of Vardy. He's yeah. not as cunning, I don't think. And he'll end up with showing short with no ball to his feet, the ball in behind, and then he's out of the game, then he's not going to catch up with Vardy, basically, to, to get on the end of a second ball or a pullback. The new um, striker they got is supposed to be very good. Your man from uh, yeah, Dedu Dak- or Dak- 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 yeah, 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 yeah. I knew it was. Dak- I knew it was going to be with four hours. I went with Dedu. I, I only know because Liverpool were in and Liverpool pulled out. That's the other reason. <laughs> I watched his welcome to Anfield videos on YouTube. Oh, <laughs> I seen one of them from Mbappe. Class, yeah. There's probably another That's one this week for him as well. <laughs> um, boy, I I agree with Paddy. I, I, I think Vardy's form is going to be based a hell of a lot on what Leicester can do this year, obviously. Um, I just don't see them putting up the same fight. I think they do lack a bit of depth, and we saw that last year. Obviously, with the injuries they got across their back four, they they really didn't adapt very well. I don't think they've done a hell of a lot to, to straighten that up in the window. And City have been different level since getting beaten by Spurs. So, yeah. I'll agree with Paddy. I'm going to say 2-0 City. And I'm going to go with. I'm trying to think of who they're all back here anyway, aren't they? Pep Roulet. could be anyone. Pep Roulet. yeah, exactly. I'll go Grealish. Go on. He's actually been playing pretty well lately, hasn't he? Since he has. the first game, hasn't really didn't really do much, and he's been he's been kind of involved in a few goals and stuff. So, um, yeah, lads, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. I think Leicester look obviously getting hammered four one against West Ham. Not a bad team. A two one win against Norwich. You would. Probably expect a few more goals than, than kind of two um, against an Irish poor Irish team. But I do think City have enough to beat them. Um, and I do think that Liverpool, or sorry, Leicester are going to score as well. So I'm going to go with a 3 1 win for Man City. Um, and I'm going to go with Ferran Torres to score. Um, he's been playing pretty well lately. So, he's um, playing well with Spain in the, in yeah. the international break. Yeah, so I think he's, he's in form. I'll be very surprised if Pep drops him. Um, he's, he's been kind of quality the last couple of games. So and um, why, why drop him if he's if he's a banging farm like doesn't make sense but then again pep has done fucking stranger things with his squad it's impossible to pick it's impossible to pick any player for fantasy football with him unless it's like the brian or something like that because i thought it was safe putting in a fucking player one of the players of the season john stones and he hasn't fucking no, started yet no he hasn't played he hasn't played a minute that's it like it's, it's absolutely ridiculous like even even like last year i remember that like, coming towards the end of it Cancello was fucking quality and then all of a sudden he starts getting dropped for games. I brought him in and he gets dropped for the first game. I'm like, this is a shambles. Took him straight out. And I was like, right, no more City players going into that fucking team. But it was like it was like Deloitte and uh, Laporte was like, I'm leaving, I'm leaving. I don't want to stay here. And he plays three games in a row. You're like, what the yeah. fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah, a bit mad. Um, right, lads, we're going to move on. Um, on to this fucking one that Paddy's going to have a horn for. Uh, United and Newcastle. So United are one to six. I don't think we've seen United that low in price for a while. Uh, six to one for the draw and fourteen to one for Newcastle. Um, Connor, I'm going to come to you first. Um, what do you think of the return of 
um, the second best player in the world, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, do you think he's going to be a success coming back at the age of 36? Clearly looks out of shape. Um, <laughs> compared, compared to you, you find yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, what, what do you reckon? Like, What do you think of that signing and what do, how do you think he's going to do this season? I mean, we sat here two weeks ago or three weeks ago. We basically said that any he's rocking to any team in the Prem, pretty much. Yeah. Um, probably not a Pep team because we don't know who he's going to pick. Yeah, but he'd walk in, but he'd be back out. But he'd be back. Yeah, in, exactly. And then he'd walk back. Um, and yeah, I do think it's obviously they had Cavani and stuff as an out and out goal scorer. But from what we saw last year, Cavani didn't have two ninety minutes a week into him. So I don't know where they were going to get their goals from. Otherwise, unless you had the likes of Greenwood and stuff stepping up, and so far this season he has. Um, but yeah, if you didn't want to rest all your hopes on a 19 or 20 year old or whatever Greenwood is, it's not a, it's not a bad sign to bring in. Um, I don't think he's going to 21, is he? Oh, whatever. I I don't know. 21. Yeah. Is he 21? Past this, I would say. He's he's getting to Jesse Lingard's age now, isn't he? Yeah. He's he's going to be the next kind of, he's always, he's got potential, got great potential for the future. No, he's 19. He's 19. Oh, so I was going to say I thought it was nineteen twenty. Yeah, he's not. Um, I, I don't think he's going to. I don't think he's going to hit the the blistering heights of twenty five plus goals a season. But I don't think United Greenwood? need that too much. No, no, Ronaldo. no, Ronaldo. You don't think he's going to get twenty five goals a season? I don't think he's going to get twenty five goals a season. No, but I don't think United particularly need that because their goals are fairly spread out anyway. Um, I just think they need that target man, someone they can play the ball up to, someone who's going to win balls in the air and. He doesn't still run in behind, but he still has the ability to do it. Paddy is fucking shocked. Look, <laughs> like, are you serious? Like, second best player in the world. So, from Collie, so Collie says, second um, best player gets 25 goals. I think he's gonna get more than 25 goals a season. The wings. Are we talking about Prem goals or goals in total? Goals in the Premiership. We're talking about the Premiership. Yeah, I don't think well, I don't think 25. Oh, right. oh, are you so against? Fucking Champions League as well, you know. Champions in the fourth round. Do they not count in the cups now? No, they don't. They get gold and boot. They don't. No. So, what do you think goal was for the Prem, Paddy? Alone. I'd be, I'd be saying twenty. Yeah. Yeah. Probably like is probably doable in fairness. Like, I mean, it's not going. I don't think he's going to be far off because the thing about Ronaldo is usually when he scores in a game, he usually scores two or three. So yeah, like against has... against the so-called poorer sides, yeah, he'll definitely score a couple, you know, here and there, and then he'll come up in a, a couple of the the big games as well. Like you know, he's a... I don't yeah. know about the big games. I think he'll go hiding for a lot of them. <laughs> Thiago Silva will have him in his back pocket. He hasn't played yet, has he? <laughs> no, not not for Ronaldo, already. <laughs> he's not a play either. Um, so Connor, yeah, you reckon he's going to be a success? How do you see this game going? And do you think he's going to start for? Um... I think really? I think the the price is madness just because truly the price is only because of Ronaldo's back because you know in the last two games have been piss poor. So they were very yeah. poor against Wolves, but less they get a win. I don't know how they got out of it with a win. And in the Southampton game before, I thought Southampton had chances to win the game. So it can only be the price that low for that reason, and because Steve Heads is still not up to any great shakes either themselves. Um, Steve Heads, Newcastle are pissing goals. Um, they got the draw against Southampton the last game out, but I can't see them conceding two and scoring two against United. So 
I'd still fancy a night on that. And I'd say, I can't, I obviously can't say, oh, I know Paddy's going to say, so I'm going to say 2 0 United. And I'm going to say, um, I reckon Jane Sancho is going to score. Ooh, okay. Paddy, right. Come on. Let's have it. You gave it to us again there last week. What do you reckon? Well, gonna happen I don't here? think Jaden Sancho will start. I didn't say he'll start. I just said he'll score. Forced. You said he'll score forced. I didn't say yeah, forced. I don't know if he's... Don't, don't put words in my mouth here, Paddy. <laughs> Every time we give a prediction, we give the score and the forced goal scorer. Not just any time goal scorer. No, I, I, want to just, I want to revert back to three weeks ago. Four weeks ago, maybe, when I said that Jaden Sancho was a poor man's Theo Walcott. And, and to be honest with you, lads... I don't think he's even at Theo Walcott's level at the moment. Um, I'm talking maybe... Theo Walcott was faster. Yeah, he was. I mean, I, I can't think... Like, I'm going to say, like, he's at the level of James McLean at the moment. Um, no better yeah. than him. In fact, James McLean can actually put in a decent ball. That's all I've seen so far. So He's just less controversial. Yeah. <laughs> so, Paddy, um, do you think Ronaldo's going to start against Newcastle? Yes. Okay, and talk to me about. I feel like I need a, a lawyer sitting here beside me. Yeah, no comment. <laughs> talk to you about this match. How do you think this is going to go? Um, like the the last time we were in Old Trafford was against Leeds. Really convincing performance. I think when we lost the fans away, it was a bit of a shock to the system, but we still managed to get two results and to become the all time. Uh, away performances in the Premier League history, which was pretty good. What, what, do, you, what do you get for that? Is um, that trophy? Bragging rights. Bragging rights. Is it? Bragging the yeah. hill. Yeah. Look at that. Well, the, the, same, the same way you celebrated the draw against West Brom <laughs> years before he was fucking. Uh, didn't look league. for a trophy off it, didn't brag about it. <laughs> he was dead, yeah, he was I don't know about, I don't know about not bragging about it. You draw to yeah. the fans like this and all. Oh. I wasn't playing that game. I was <laughs> dropping that game. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I think they should get the win, but again, like you never know in this second league. That's um, not the type of confidence we want to hear here, Paddy. You're a, you're a diehard Man United fan. You've signed one of the best players in the world, and you're still doubting whether you can win a game. No, no, I just Does don't want to be that too you have a serious issue at Manchester. Look, I've, I've seen now on this podcast, okay, that if I go on, yeah, yeah, come on, and I think we are going to win, and then we get a draw or something, I'll be slated, or we don't perform well, I'll be slated next week. So I'm just, you know, <laughs> call, call back to January when you heard someone, you know they're going to win the league. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know what predictions are all aware now for this year's season, but it should be a good laugh when we uh, take them all out at the end of the season and oh, see what they are. I'm looking forward to seeing that, actually. Um, yeah, yeah, I think it's going to be a good, good. Uh, Varan now his second game. He played very well against Wolves. Looking forward to seeing how uh, the back four really gel together. Uh, I'd like to see Solskjaer starting to get the grips now. We're playing one hold midfielder. Maybe Scott McTominay looks like he's coming back as well. Just Fred. And um, play the two in front of him, uh, Fernandez and Pogba. And then wherever three you have up front then, which is going to be so hard to rotate around. You know, it's like Ronaldo, oh, Sancho, Martial, Rashford when he's back. Um, but I'd say for this weekend, it'll probably be Greenwood on the right. And Martial maybe on the left and Ronaldo through the middle. Um, what do you think, then, Paddy? What do you think is your strongest front three there? Obviously, Ronaldo through the middle. But Rashford on the left, Greenwood on the right and Ronaldo in the middle. That do you reckon that's your strongest? But do you, do you not think like you're not getting enough out of Rashford? Like, don't think he's well, been kind of he's playing, the boil he was playing with an injury last season. Um, Rashford has been really good for United. Like people say, because he came in so young, like he still has not hit his prime yet. 
Yeah. He still is young enough. Like he's only 24, 23, 24 or something. So um I still think he will get better and better. And I still think he scored some big goals and big games. He's had some great performances. Um his pace is unreal. And I think he will have a really good season this year when he comes back. Getting rid of that injury has be he has been playing with. Um and yeah, I have every faith that he's gonna be one of United's top players over the next coming years. And I think Ronaldo coming to the club for the likes of him and for the likes of Lingard, if he stays, the likes of Greenwood, it's it's all gonna it's only gonna be a positive look. You know, mm-hmm. he, he played at United when Ferguson was there. Um he knows, you know, I was I was listening to actually the Michael Carrick book the last couple of days. And it's just gone back to the, the mentality they had back then as a club. Like, and you, you'd know, like, you know, it was Chelsea, it was, it was Liverpool back in the day when they were dominating. You know, they, they have this mentality where they don't worry about other people, you know. Yeah. It's just a, a winning culture within the club. And Ronaldo would bring that to them. You know, the, like this taking a draw or, you know, oh, we had a bad game. The, none of that would be there. Ronaldo would be pushing them every single day to get the best results he can. Out of all You'd have to think that the younger the younger guys are going to be seeing Ronaldo in training at his age and thinking, right, it's time for me to step this up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like looking at someone at that age. As well. Yeah. Yeah. So like looking at someone at that age, like with that intensity at training and then in that shape, like like they must be thinking they can do better in my life, like than it than, than what I'm doing. Like, especially like the likes of Greenwood. Like, look, don't get me wrong, Greenwood's been fucking quality and he probably will be quality. But the likes of Rashford, who was just and, and Martial is another one, just very inconsistent. Bags of talent, but just very, very inconsistent with, with Martial is the most frustrating player I've ever seen at United. Yeah. I've never been more frustrated with a player uh, than I have been with Martial. Um you know, so talented. Like and people say, like, you know, in and out form and all, but last season he was all season he was shocking. This season mm. he started a few games and he was shocking again. Um yeah. I think it's just time to cut your losses. We've got Cavani there and Ronaldo to play up front. I just can't see Martial getting many starts, really. But would you, like, unless would you he play, plays on the left. Would you play the two of them up front or would you be pulling Ronaldo out in the wing? Because let like let's be honest, like look, we Ronaldo is one of the best players in the world and he's like he's 36, he is still fit for his age. He's not he but hasn't look, been a winger for the last eight years, nearly. So I know he like he won't it'll be one or the other or else he'll play two up top. Yeah. Does he play you know, ever? Does um, he ever play two up top though? No, but this is the thing now. He's gonna he's gonna be changed. He's gonna have to change. Like, you know, yeah. there has where to be a plan B in some of these games where <laughs> you can't break teams down. The last half an hour, you changed with two up top. Yeah, you know, bring on Cavani. Just let them all that's rotate. What, you know, what what I think well. Like you, you say he plays through the middle. But he's not like a point man. He's not going to just stay there, you know, hold the uh, ball up, he'll, give it off. Well. he'll roam, you know, yeah, all yeah. around. And the front three will, like the, yeah. like Rashford, Martial, Greenwood, they all do that. They swap sides, they move around. And that's just, it's going to be free-flowing kind of football. That's what I'd like to hope it is in any way. Yeah, um, I just still think he's going to, like, look, I know Varane is there and he's quality and all, but, like, I've, I've seen a few cracks with Maguire, and I know Maguire has been solid. And last year, when he fell out of that team, he was fucking badly missed, but... I've seen a few cracks there, like in the last couple of games, and I don't know what it was. But he just, he just, he just seemed like he was like unsure of himself again, and I don't know what it was, and I don't know. Varane should obviously cover him a lot more, but I still think he might get a little bit exposed with the defensive midfield. And I just think he's need a better player than look. McTominay is good, but is he good to United standards, or is he just good to compare to what he's had? Like and like Fred, let's be honest, he's gonna put you under more pressure than that. Like he'll win a couple well, of passes. For years, Man United played without any holes midfielder. I know, yeah, and that was that was when they were kind of dominating football. Like, so that's why I'm thinking, like, do you actually even need, like, like everybody talks about having that defensive midfielder? Do you actually need a defensive midfielder? We have like, had two defensive midfielders there because 
the defense couldn't be trusted. Yeah. This is the first defense since probably Ferguson left, since Vidic and Ferdinand played in the center, where I've actually thought these can build a relationship here and be a Premier League winning defense. Mm. I believe so. I believe Harry, you're dead right. Harry Maguire did look shaky at times, but I think with Ram beside him, he will give so much confidence. De Gea had a good game against Wolves. If he starts getting a bit more confidence as well, um, yeah, you, you could just play McTominay at the back, or else then again, like you know, you, you don't know what he has in mind with all these attacking players because you're, you're going to have to keep these happy and you can't keep on playing two holding midfielders because of all that talent up top is seeing McTominay and Fred playing every single game. They just get frustrated and they'll want to go. You know, they kind of, yeah. Um, well, lads, we're going to move on. Um, did we give score predictions on these? 8-0. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Ronaldo to oh. score nine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go for I'm gonna go for uh I'll be conservative and I'll go for a 3-0 win. I'm gonna go for Fernandez to score first. Okay, um, I'm going to go with a 3-0 win. Oh, sorry, I'm going to go with a 4-1 win. don't know why I've changed it to 4-1. Very confident now of, well, of getting a clean sheet because of the new defence. And I was never before, but I, I was, I'm I was not really impressed against Wolves. <laughs> I was really impressed against Wolves. Um, I'm going to give, should I give a spoiler alert on what I've done with my fancy football team? You've sold everyone. You just have Ronaldo playing in all positions. You know what I was going to do, right? This is what I was going to do. I was actually going to wildcard, and I was going to pretty much have Ronaldo, Salah, um, Lukaku, and uh, I can't remember who else it was in midfield, and I was going to have absolute shite everywhere else. The rest of the Watford team then for everyone yeah, else. I was going to have absolute <laughs> shite everywhere else. So I was going to have like 36 million worth of fucking for four players, and I was going to put absolute dog shit around them. But uh, I haven't done that. Brian Ronaldo. Oh, I know. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Why may wouldn't you? or may not have captained them. Triple <laughs> captain. Who knows? Who knows? Um, yeah. So that's it, lads. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say forward. I'm gonna say Ronaldo to score two goals because that's why I put me in, and that's why I captained them. Scored his uh, only hat trick for United against Newcastle. Yeah, well, I knew that. You only had right, one lads, we're for, we're... What? You had one hat trick for United. How much of a hero is he? That's embarrassing. Um. Right, lads, we're going to move off the matches just to break it up a little bit. We are, we have a lot more matches to come up. Um, and we are going to go into... The question section. Lads, I've only selected one uh, question to talk about this week um, because I think it's very relevant. Um Another one was was very vulgar, so I wasn't able to bring that one up. Um, but this one is a good one to to kind of talk about, I suppose, with obviously the international football just, just past us. Uh, Abraham Collins has come in and he said, if it was any other manager who didn't do well in the League of Ireland with, with the League of Ireland team, would they have been sacked by now? So basically, are people backing Stephen Kenny and has he not been sacked? Because of how well he's done with the likes of Dundalk, I'm going to jump in. I'm going to just say it's probably not. I would say it's more a money thing at the moment. Um, I do think that he is getting a bit more support off the fans because there is a lot of a lot of Irish fans are obviously League of Ireland fans. Um, something that we personally, me, I'm not a big League of Ireland supporter. I don't really watch the matches. 
we were talking a little bit about it before we went on. Paddy, you were saying you're going to get a season ticket for uh, Shamrock Rovers. Yeah, they're a local um, team now, so yeah, support. Yeah, them. I think I think we're going to start getting involved a little bit more with the with the League of Ireland. Not not, not the League of Ireland, but just watching it in general, trying to get them. I've decided, I've decided I'm going to go and play. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, I think I'm going to put the boots back on and, <laughs> and just, just go up to that level. You know, I think now is the time. Uh, but no, I do want to start kind of getting to know the players because I'm hearing so much about like, oh, they should be bringing this player up from Rovers and blah blah blah. Like so. I want to see what the hype is about. See if see if they are good enough and, and make one of the Rovers players got signed for Inter Milan there during the week. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, seventeen year old, wasn't he? Yeah, I think I put it up on the or sixteen. See, sixteen. I put it up on the on the group there. Um, I can't remember his name now at the moment, but um, he's definitely one to to watch out for. Um, Connor, what do you make of this question? And do you agree with it or do you disagree? I don't think it has anything to do with the League of Ireland. I have. I think it's more to do with the fact that he came through the 21s and he took the position pretty much by a coup almost. He only went into the 21s with the pre-contract already signed for him to take over the senior team. Nice. So I I think it's more along the fact that because he went through that procedure for the FEI, the FEI are almost afraid to throw him out because mm-hmm. he's the next step up for the senior team is the players that he's dealt with at 21 level already. So the likes of Adam Ida, Gavin Banazoo, um, Jamie McGrath, um, these players who he brought through himself from the 21s up, I think they're almost afraid that if they get rid of him, that toil will cut off again and we're going to be stuck with that aging team of James McLean for the next six years, Jeff Hendrick for the next six years, and there's going to, not going to be any link we all know that we're in that transition now because the 21s aren't half bad. I watched them against Bosnia last week um, in Bosnia and decimated Bosnia. You went to Bosnia. The problem I have with these under-21 teams is they're the under-21s. They're the worst under-21s. They're, the wor- they're the best worst under-21s, if you get what I'm saying. Because anyone that's good enough that's under the age of 21 is already playing for a senior team. So they're the best kind of of the the rest so i don't oh, i don't agree with results and i don't care about them results because i don't when you look at, put them against the senior team they get bashed when you look at the irish team though and that under 21 team sorry the 19s team for ireland are brutal because the majority of the good players for the 19s team are playing for the under 21s 21, like ever yeah. ever ever ferguson played up front against luxembourg during the week he's 16 he's playing for the under 21s like He's not going to go into a senior setup. His youngest ever Bowes player he played against Chelsea. You saw him play against Chelsea yeah, in Daly Mount Park. Um, he's a big unit. He's going to be one for the senior team in a couple of years, but you're not going to put a kid in at senior international football. He's gone to Brighton. But like, we have more underage players playing in England than we probably have on the senior side playing in England. Like, yeah. There's so many of these players playing on the fringes at Brighton, Bournemouth, um Burnley, West Ham. Um, and we saw that with I'm not even gonna try to pronounce his name for neither night. No, I'm not gonna do we it sh- either. We shall call him Michael. Michael, yeah. Um, who's on the fringes at West Ham, but is a is a solid proposition going forward at centre half. What I don't agree with on the Kenny side is his style of football. He knows he doesn't have this he knows he doesn't have the player. He keeps yeah. telling us he doesn't have the player, 
to change your style of football. Exactly. You can't, you can't push. What's it? You can't push a, a a circle through a square peg. Like, yeah, it's if it doesn't fit. It well, doesn't you can, fit. can if it's small enough. <laughs> you loop it up. <laughs> but the whole thing is, if he doesn't, if he if he keeps saying that he doesn't have the quality of player, well, then stop trying to play four yard goal kicks out to yeah, the side exactly. against teams that have Ronaldo, yeah. Jota, players who are designed to press. They will punish you. You get yeah. caught and you give away a penalty. That so was like, that was me. That's my only. That's my the main. But don't mind them doing it against the, the likes of the player. Yeah, don't mind them doing it against the likes of Azerbaijan or someone like that, where he knows we can we we have that little bit of space. They don't really want to press too high because they know they'll leave themselves exposed at the back. But at the same time, we were probably the most threatening against Serbia when we played direct football, and I think all of us were talking in the, in a WhatsApp group and we were saying. Like it's all well and good playing out from the back, and then they went direct with two passes, and we were in on goal. And we're saying, like, why not just go more direct? Like, I, I think Adam Ida is it Adam Ida? Is that Adam's first name? Uh, Ida is quality up front. Um, but the problem is because we're so deep and we're playing out from the back, there's a massive gap between the midfield and him, so he has to hold the ball up to try allow, especially wing backs who are going to be sitting a little bit deeper anyway, to get up and get past them. And then they're going to have to have their midfielders making up more grounds to actually get up to him. Like, so to me, I want to see, like, am I saying we're not scoring goals? I want to see him higher up. I want to see him on the shoulder. I want to see him running in behind players. I know we can hold the ball up. He's obviously able to finish because he's a striker. So I want to see him make them little five, 10 yard runs in behind off the shoulder. And I want to see him get a few strikes away. I don't want to see balls getting crossed into him every time. I don't want to see that because, yeah, he can head the ball, but. He's obviously got talent with the ball at his feet because he holds the ball up so well. So we all know he can score. So why do, we, why do we take that away from him? Like The disappointing thing was seeing how well we played against Portugal last week, which I think of the three games was definitely the best performance out of an Irish team. But Serbia, we were very lucky because for 80 minutes we were under the cosh. We, yeah. we don't think we played very well. The result was great, but... Yeah. The result was based off the man between the sticks. Let's be honest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then the poxiest, most Irish goal you'll ever see at the other end as well. Outrageous. But they they set up with the three again, the three at the back, and the high wing backs. Let's be, they didn't sit in. They they pressed yeah. on. Um, showed like that impetus of pressing against Portugal, which was good. And you take Azerbaijan at home, and you go to a flat back four again. You're like, yeah. Well, yeah. why can't we? Let Tradem do the job of four people because Azerbaijan aren't exactly known for their attack and forte. So let's like push them in. But he didn't do that. He changed it to be defensive as if he was afraid to lose the game at home against Azerbaijan because the Portugal game doesn't matter if you lose it because it's Portugal away. We're expected to lose it, so we might as well go for it. Yeah. But the Azerbaijan game, he became more conservative. They're the games you have to go out and win. Like that's what yeah. confused me. And that's what we were saying. Like it's, it's all well and good. You can play great against. Look. We've seen it in the past. Like players have, pl- our teams have played well against way better teams, and it's just basically they they're more up for it. I don't know what it is. They're more up for it. Whatever they put in a good performance, everybody thinks Jesus, that was a great performance from them. If you do that and you then you go out and you draw as a exam, it becomes absolutely irrelevant. If you cannot capitalize on a good performance with another good performance, what's the point? Like why why bother? Like I mean, there's no. I know, like, obviously, you're trying their best in each game, but, like, you have to be able to adapt to the team you're playing against, and that is my, that's my biggest problem with Kenny. And people are saying he doesn't have time. He's had 17 games. We've had one win, We've had, and that was against fucking Andorra. I think it's eight losses and seven draws or something like that. 
and we've played the likes of Wales. Wales aren't bad. They've got one one of kind of a top player in, in Bale, a few decent players around them. Right. We've beaten them before. We beat them for the qualifiers. Um Bulgaria. We play Bulgaria, beatable team. We've played fucking Serbia. Look, let's be honest, back in the day, probably would have said Serbia are beatable. Um, we've played fucking Azerbaijan, we played Luxembourg, we lost to Luxembourg. Qatar. Like all the all of these Qatar, like all, all these all these teams, we are should be well able to, to be. Like I remember back in the day, you know, like it wasn't that long ago we were going out against the fucking fair ones and we we're saying ah, two two win. Like we, we never scored loads of goals, but we always be confident that ah, we'll get a two and we'll win. We get we'll definitely get a win. Now like we're coming up against Azerbaijan, and I didn't even think we were going to win the game against Azerbaijan, and that's poor. And look, I know that there's like I'm seeing so much of the same shit online, and it's it's basically people saying, "Oh, what do you want the big salmon there?" Well, I'm like, yeah, because he's more experienced at a better level. He's he's managed better players than what Stephen Kenny has managed. Now, look, he, tactics are tactics; it works and it, or it doesn't work. I don't think the tactics are working, um, but I'm not seeing any adaptation to anything else. I don't. I, I see that as being his only way of playing. I don't think. He can change it up a bit. Like all I'd like to see is a four-four-two and just fucking start launching the ball. And I know that's boring. I know that's shy. I know that's not football. But I just want to see that. I, I want to see us. I want to see us playing poorly and getting results rather than being entertained and losing and not reaching any major tournaments. Like that's what well, I want. From to from a manager's point of view, like he wants Ireland to play like they've never played before in a system they've never played before. As an international manager, you get very little time with the players. Definitely. So, so he's just persevering with his way of playing. He's sticking by it because he believes in it. With the players we have, can he do it? Um, he does have a link to the up and coming Irish players. You'd like to hope, um, he can bring in a bit more talent from local and get the best out of them. Um, the the performances, although very very slowly, but they are very very slowly improving mm. a little bit. I think it comes down to obviously finances, but if you if you get Big Sam even in there now, like we haven't even like Big Sam would do well at a Premier League club. Would he do well at a Championship club? Because at the this, moment we're Championship level. So this is another thing that, that, that I'm hearing, like, and it's, it's like, right, we don't like. Oh yeah, yeah, Kenny's great. He's trying to play, trying to play attacking football, playing out from the back, blah blah. And then like you're like, oh yeah, that's great, but we're, like, we're not winning. Football. But then you're yeah, that's that's fine. But like then you're like, right, we're not winning, we're not getting results. Yeah, but we don't have the players to to, to do it. I'm like, right, so what's no, the no, problem we, here? He like, believes he does have the players to do it. So right, okay. So if he if he believes he has the players, why can't he adapt and do something else with it? Why does he have to do that? He, he has 17 games to see that that's not working. Like 17 games, and we've had one win against one of the poorest teams in the world. A four-one yeah. win against Andorra in the last three matches, right? We're supposed to be playing this attacking, great football. Now we know we played Portugal and Serbia, which are, are better teams. We've had fifty-six shots against us, and we've had twenty-six shots ourselves, right? And that—that's—that's that's including off-target and on-target shots. Yeah. Where is our attacking football there? How, like twenty-six shots in three games, and we've conceded fifty-six shots. Like that—that that to me does not seem like it's working. So fucking change it, and and. Look, look. But do you think like because I was I was with you a couple of weeks ago and I was saying yeah bring like Big Sam or something in like that. But do you even even think Big not Sam? Not even Big Sam. Really. These, Everybody, we, 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 sorry, we jump on. Like a more direct on manager Sam. then. A more direct yeah, yeah. Manager. I think someone someone that can not even more direct, but like Big Sam will come in and tell him right, yeah, sure, do do this. Like Mick, that was what Mick McCarty was great for. He he was realist, like you know what I mean. He knew what was there. 
like that's not that's not fucking beat around the bush here. Mick McCarthy had pretty much the same group of players there. Um, a lot of the under twenty ones were still with the under twenty ones, but his results were far better because he was playing a I different style of football. People forget that McCarthy had a gun to his head away in Gibraltar because we only beat Gibraltar two one. Yeah, and McCarthy had a gun to his head. Basically, he was going to get sacked on his way home almost because we didn't put more goals past Gibraltar, yeah. and he said. Because I remember it, it's they remember the, the, the pitch is like right next to the runway. They have to close off the bleeding car park with a plane taken off. The plane was taken yeah, off behind the, the pitch. Yeah, um yeah. and there was the, the wind was outrageous and he's like the, the wind didn't suit our style of football. And George Hamilton asked him what's our style what's our style of football? Oof. He said it's the style it's the style that matches the quality of player we have at the moment. Yeah. And like that's what it was. It was the style yeah. that matched the quality of player. And we got wins. Re- realist. Lads, I'm just gonna jump on a couple of comments in there, so I'm just gonna uh, Paddy Coleman, you can't make a still Porsche out of Salazar. Yeah, exactly. You can't fucking. <laughs> Cheers, Paddy. You, you can't fucking. You can't do something with something you don't have. Uh, Rory Marr, uh, woeful manager, out of his depth. However, the lack of talent in the squad is one of the worst I've ever seen. Yeah, he's not. You're not wrong. Uh, and another one in. There's no evidence of this way of playing. Everyone is talking about. Uh, when we need a result, he resorts to tried and trusted lamp, lump the ball into Duffy and get to the end of it. Yeah, it, it, it's. And to be honest with you, like Duffy is our top scorer for the last, I think, ten years or something like that. Like I, I'm not even joking with that. Like I don't it might not go back as far as ten years, but over the last kind of five or six years, Duffy is our top scorer. I'm not even joking. It's embarrassing. Like, um, but it it, it is he's the the lads are spot on. Like you can't do something with something you don't have. Like we don't have them players. How can you how can you play a certain style of football? This is what I'm saying. Martin O'Neill got the sack. Mick McCarthy got the sack. Yeah, this so group why? of players. No, yeah, exactly. So it's the group of players. So can you really blame Kenny? If the, all these top managers are getting sacked, well, not top managers, but you know, good managers are getting sacked as well because of their well, look, look, look where O'Neill got us. Right, we got we got to a tournament, a major tournament. Like, um, was that under O'Neill? Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So, did. Yeah. But I think, I think yeah. we had, I think we had a few better players than we do now i think he was still yeah no there was one or two players that were still there but, but look mccarry took us to a, a world cup or sorry to a playoff a world cup, no european championship playoff yeah and this is the second time over. this is the second time yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and then kenny yeah. kenny took over for the playoff we lost the playoff yeah yeah <laughs> no i'm not saying he's not fault for losing the playoff but no no he is yeah. he is the campaign <laughs> brought us to a playoff yeah lads I, I see a lot of the same stuff and i see a lot of like the shit online where like they're saying oh back and we're building for this thing we're building for the future and like i get it i understand it it's not working i just don't see a call a spade a spade it doesn't work we we hold our hands up kenny has tried his fucking hardest he's he's completely committed himself to a tactic and i fucking I respect the fuck out of him for doing that it hasn't worked i, I just think move on well, playing devil's advocate could you see any manager qualifying for a major competition with this group of players. I could definitely see a manager beating fucking Luxembourg and beating Azerbaijan and possibly getting a fucking another draw out of Serbia. That's 100% what I can see. I can't see Stephen Kenny doing that. Like, I, I can't even see him beating Luxembourg. Can't see him beating Azerbaijan. And I'm not I'm not just me being being kind of stubborn right. and sticking to because I've said it from, from day one. I didn't want him in there from day one and that, that's the way it was. If he had went on and, and went on a good run, I would have said, right, fair enough. As far as I'm concerned, football is a results-based game. And if you don't get the results, look, I've seen that at Chelsea. I'm fucking, 
I'm, I'm a Chelsea fan. I know, I know that it's, it's a fucking results based. a results based game, like, and I know, and it's heartbreaking when the fucking manager gets sacked. It was heartbroken when fucking Lampard got sacked. But we brought in another manager who had the same group of players who had a different tactic and won the fucking Champions League. I'm not saying we're gonna win the Champions League or the fucking the World Cup with with, uh, with Ireland, but we definitely have another way to go like we definitely we definitely have other options like there's not you're looking to get frank lampard as oil manager now look if frank lampard is listening to the podcast <laughs> give me a no, show i'll get on i'll get on to whoever's in charge now i don't know who it even is now at this stage but i don't know that's it I just, he's put, it, it, go on he's put all of his eggs into one basket he said on sunday did anyone think we were going to qualify out of this group no one thought we were going to qualify out of the group but we all expected it to go down to the last two games and not, exactly. to, be out of the, not to be out of the group in the first four yeah. But he's put all of his eggs into the the Germany 2024 basket, and he said, "We're yeah. aiming for this." He's gonna get that campaign. If he yeah. doesn't qualify, he'll never get a job in football again. Like, from what I can see, like I, I'm kind of just like at the, at this stage, I'm a realist, and I know that the FAI do not have the money to sack him, and do not have the money to get a good quality manager in, like Chris Hewitt or something like that. So. If, if they're going to come out, I, I would just love the FII to come out and say, look, I, look, lads, at the end of the day, I support her no matter what, no matter who the manager is. Lois, you, you were building the other night. They got the goal against Serbia. <laughs> you were like, for fuck's sake. Oh, here we go. Uh, no, but look, I, I will support the team no matter what, like, and I'll fuck go to the games and uh, I'll do whatever, whatever fucking normal sport do. But I'm well entitled. Now I could have went to the game on Tuesday, wasn't I? <laughs> uh, I was. I'm well entitled to, to have my opinion on Stephen Kenny and the manager, and I think everybody. I think we all are. And for me to come out to somebody and say you're an absolute gobshite if you think we should sack him or if you don't think we should sack him, it's just fucking. I think it's it's embarrassing, and I think the I think it's shown from a lot of the fans that are Kenny in that like have come out and said, what the fuck do you think are doing? Like, like support the fuck manager, shut up with the fuck. And I got a few messages on the um, Instagram page as well with people basically saying like, cop the fuck on, grow up and all. And I just said, look, go fuck yourself. I'm tired of my opinion the way you are. Like, so I think everybody's entitled to their opinion. Everybody's entitled to voice their opinion when, when shit gets put out publicly. Um, USA. USA. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And, and that's, that's all I'm going to say. Anna. Um, Connor Boyd, I'm going to ask you one question. Are you Kenny in or Kenny out? Uh, th- that's what I just want to know. Look, look. I suppose I, you can take the you can take the situation in, and we all know that saying Kenny out is probably pointless because we know he's not getting sacked, and we know we don't have the money to do it. But if you had the choice now, and we like, just say for instance, like Big Sam was lined up or something like that, would you be Kenny in or Kenny out? Like, if, if you could say to me, Mick McCarthy will take back over the, the uh, Irish national team tomorrow, I would be Kenny yeah. Because there's no other option. I'm going to support the manager. Is he the best of the bad bunch, like, isn't he? Because he is. He's, he's, he's the best of the ones that are employed by the FAI. Yeah, the bad <laughs> bunch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right, lads, look, that's that's enough for that Ireland chat. Um, Connor's had enough and he's gone. So, um <laughs> We're going, to, we're going to jump back on to the prime. Oh, I'd, I'd say Kenny in. Thanks for asking. No, well, I knew it. I knew it. Did, you, <laughs> did you say Kenny out last week? Uh, no, I don't know. I don't even know if we had this conversation. I very well could have. I, I don't think know. We were about the more I'm week. thinking about it and the more we talk about it now, it's not that I like Kenny, that I'd want to keep him in. Or I dislike him. I don't know nothing him. Yeah. <laughs> but it's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm nothing him. <laughs> 
I just couldn't see. I think there's deeper rooted problems in the FAI, and I think let them rock on for this uh, tournament. Yeah. You know, see see how he gets on, and then after that, then make a decision. But, like, but Paddy, we already know that he can't qualify. Paddy, why are you like not there? Sorry, I had to I had to go to the door. It's oh, <laughs> green screen broke. <laughs> <laughs> the maid came in to change the change the sheet. <laughs> the maid, <laughs> big Johnner. <laughs> Which I already know how the the, the group is going to turn out. We can't qualify mathematically. We can't qualify now. Yeah. So. So, so why not get, we are going to sack him, why not sack him now, get the new manager in, give him a couple of competitive games, and then, like, at least he gets to know the team. Like, sorry, one other thing I was saying, like, is, like, everyone was saying, oh, yeah, we're, we're building for this future, and we're building for blah, 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 and Kenny's trying to build or something. Like, it's not a club game, like, so he doesn't have that time to build. He can, he, he's training for one or two weeks for six, every six months. Like, how can you, like, like that's not... A development thing there like that type of work has to be done as a schoolboy and at your club like international football i'm sorry does not warrant someone to start teaching players how to play a tactic they, like them players know how to play tactics they learn it at their club and unfortunately ireland's youth system is brutal and they don't get taught that kind of thing at a youth level but should probably be where we start actually targeting it but like this whole thing of him, like oh, he's building for this, but be building, 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 building. What he doesn't have time to build. He doesn't spend enough time with the players to build. And you can be fucking sure that their club are saying, right, whatever you fucking learned in international camp, fucking forget about it because you are getting paid two hundred grand a week, hundred grand a week, eight grand a week, whatever it may be at this club. So you do what we're fucking telling you to do. Like. So look, I, I don't know. Lads, we move on because we're fucking. That went on a lot longer than I thought it was going to be. So um, we'll move on. Back. Right, lads, we're going to fly through this because um, that was a longer chat than we had anticipated. Um, Right, lads, Saturday, 3 o'clock, back on the Saturdays, uh, Southampton and West Ham, 9-5 for Southampton, 5-2 for draw and 7-5 for West Ham. Paddy, how do you see this one going? Um, I think it'll be a West Ham win. Uh, they got a bit of a shock against Crystal Palace. I'm looking for Southampton's last result. Uh, their last result was a 3-1 loss to Everton. No, that's wrong. That was no, two, two, all, two all draw against Newcastle. Two all, sorry, two all. Yeah, another two all draw as well for them. Um. I still gonna go for a West Ham win. Uh, I, I think yeah, they were unlucky probably against the Crystal Palace to draw. It was, it was a bit of a freak result because I think West Ham might finish higher than Leicester this season. Yeah. Um not that I'm saying Leicester are a bad team, but I think yeah, West Ham will have a good season this year. So I'm gonna go for a West Ham win, two one. I'm gonna go for Antonio to score first. Okay, and Connor. Yeah, I'm looking at the same thing in fairness. West Ham are it's so weird talking to you like this. Up until they played. I'm expecting um, Robbie Kane in the quite old mask to come up or something. Yeah, <laughs> uh, up until the Palace game, obviously it was it was flying for West Ham. They looked convincing against Leicester, bashed Newcastle in the first game of the season. Southampton's last game, Newport eight 0 Do we count that as anything? Nah, no. Really. Okay, um, so we're gonna go uh, I'm back. By the way, hello. He's back. Um, we're gonna go West <laughs> West Ham. <laughs> 
No, it's a West Ham 2-1. I was going to say, oh. it's like when the lights come on at the end of a nightclub when you see. Yeah. <laughs> what was a nine is now a six. <laughs> um, West Ham 2-1. And goal scorer. We'll go with... He hasn't got a goal yet this season, so we're going to go with Thomas Suchek. Yeah. Um, I've gone with a draw, lads. And um, look, it's, I think either West Ham or a draw. But I'm going, I, I've put draw in my bet. I've done a bet where I got all the um, the results in, so I've gone with draw. So I'm going to say a one-all draw, and I'm going to say four nals to score for West Ham. All right, lads, on to the next one. We're going to just get score predictions on the rest of the games, lads, because we're an hour in now at this stage. Uh, Wofford and Wolves. Wofford 23-10, 11-5 to draw, 5-4 for Wolves. Paddy, score prediction on this one? Uh, Wolves are due to spank somebody, so I'm going to go for a Wolves win. I'm going to go for a 3-1. Um, oh, fuck, I can't think of a bleeding player now. Traore? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not him. He's bleeding. No no end product at all out of him. Yeah, it's poor, isn't it? Yeah. Play, you know, though, so you might as well pick him. Connor Kelly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jimenez, oh. Rui Patricio, Jimenez, okay. sorry, uh, Connor. Okay, who I was? There. I, forgot, I, forgot, I forgot who was on. <laughs> uh, Wolves dirt, Wofford dirt. Wolves a little bit less dirt than Wofford. Wolves two one, and we will go with Ruben Neves. Wolves haven't scored a goal this season. It's they've only conceded three in the three games though, and they've been three tough games. I only saw it there looking at it. They're. Uh, Leicester United. Spurs and United. Yeah, they haven't scored Not a goal. Just disappointing. Um, right, I'm gonna, I am gonna say a Wolves win. I'm gonna go a one nil win for Wolves. I never go one nil. I always find that that's like and it never happens. Did. Yeah, I'm, I'm mixing it up a bit. <laughs> uh, so I'm going with Wolves, and I'm going to say Traore to score. Um, I think he's gonna, he's gonna break his duck. Uh, right, tell you, what, tell you what, if you if you win that bet, you might put a good camera instead of the potato you're recording on at is the it, moment. Is it is it blurry? <laughs> uh, lads, Saturday at half five, the game of the day: uh, Chelsea and Villa. Uh, two to seven for Chelsea, nine to two for the draw, and Villa are ten to one. Connor, how do you see this one going? Uh, and give us a score prediction, please. Yeah, Chelsea are too strong at the moment, really, aren't they? Um, yep, you're being different. Rob the draw, Rob the draw against Liverpool in the last AU. Um, Rob the draw. No, um, no, no. Fought very fucking hard for that draw. In pocket. Fought far, 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 far. Not allowed to book your place there. That's along with Cameron. He had the goggles over the all over it. Um, but yeah, it's kind of past Chelsea for it. In fairness, Timo Werner had a decent international break. Um, yeah, I, did, I was gonna go. I was going off of his. What was it two or three goals he got? He got three goals. Yeah, two, two, I think. Two. He got two. Yeah. Um, I was more looking at those than I did see his miss though. Was I was literally saying that yeah. to Chris when we were going Astro yesterday. I said to him, I said, "Fucking hell!" I said, "Where is banging in the goals?" And then he tagged me in that. And he's like, "Yeah, banging in the goals." <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll I'll still I'm gonna back Chelsea. I'm gonna say three one. I can see them conceding, um, and I'll back. Romeo up front. Okay. I'm going to uh, pull you up on that name. Uh, I don't like the way I've said it. 
Um, Romelu. Romelu is what I want, is what I, what I would like to hear. Um, or Sora Lukaku, whatever you prefer. Bit of, bit of a toy um, injury. Paddy. Nah, no, if you're watch, if you're on fancy football, ignore it. They're fucking bullshitters. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah, I bet you it says 75% chance channel. of playing. Because it's a calf injury and he's out for the yeah. rest of the year. No, it's 70, <laughs> it always says, like, if he gets anything at all, like, 75% chance of playing is 100% playing. Anyway, Paddy, what do you reckon? Chelsea win. Uh, 2-0. Uh, Lukaku, if he's fit. Oh, he will be fit. Uh, I'm going to say 7-0. Uh, <laughs> yes. uh, I'm going to go with a 3-0 win. Uh, I don't think Chelsea are going to concede. And I'm going to say... Who am I going to say the score? I'm going to say Mason Mount is going to score because he hasn't been scoring enough lately. And I want to see a few more goals from him. So, uh, Mason Mount. That's next game, Leeds and Liverpool at half four on Sunday. We only get one game on Sunday, but it is a decent one. Um, 16 to five for Leeds, three to one for the draw, and three to four for Liverpool. Um, Paddy, what do you think of this one? Um, decent price for Liverpool, actually, three to four. Probably yeah. going to sue similar enough to when Leeds played United. This will probably sue Liverpool. Like, um, how do you see this one? Um, my heart wants Leeds to win, and my head thinks Liverpool will probably win. Um, Daniel James scoring a goal against them as well, you know, with the United connection and stuff, that'd be nice to see. But um, yeah, I'm going to go for Liverpool 2-1. I, I think it'll be tired than what people might think, but I think it'll be a great game. I'm going for yeah. Salah to score first. Okay, and Connor. You ever heard a United fan saying, I'd be happy to see Leeds win? Leeds win, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Leeds, Leeds with my heart. Yeah, yeah Leeds with my heart. Jesus Christ. Um, I think I, I agree with what you said, Collier. Leeds are the team that Liverpool want to face, but I also think Liverpool are the team that Leeds want to face, so I can see goals in this. Um, I suppose it's pointless putting that up now, is it? It's a little bit pointless, yeah. <laughs> um, unless I say something stupid and you clip it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Say something quick. <laughs> and Liverpool won the last one 16 2. Um, <laughs> oh, you said 16 2. <laughs> um, I can see there being goals in that, obviously. Um, depends on if Rafinha's out on the lead side and if the Brazilian lads are out on Liverpool side, so I think it opens up even a little bit more. Um, yes. I'm going to say 4 2 Liverpool and I'm going to back uh, Sadio Mane. Okay. Um, yeah, I think there's going to be goals. I think there's going to be a lot of goals. I'm saying 3-2 to Liverpool. And 3-4, lads, that is a great price, I think, for an old Aka. Um, and I have it in mine. And I think I've only got it in the one because I don't really look at Sunday when I'm doing me, me fucking main accumulator. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going with Liverpool to win 3-2. And I'm going to say sell it. I think... This is probably a game that will actually suit Salah. Um, I think he'll probably score two goals as well in this game. So um, I'm going to 2 Liverpool and Salah to score two. Right, lads, next game. And last game of the week, Everton and Burnley. What a fucking, what a game on Monday night. Uh, 8 o'clock, 8 to 11 for Everton, 13 to 5 to draw, 19 to 5 for Burnley. Connor, what do you reckon here? Um, score prediction on this. We don't want to spend too much longer on this. 2-1 Everton, guilty Sergeyton. <laughs> oh, I love it. Love to score before the game. Um, <laughs> the five year old. At, at about 20 to 4, I'd say. 
Yeah. <laughs> Him and Adam Johnson to score. Um, now everyone has looked tidy enough, I think. Um, yeah. Again, like a, a Benitez side of, we'll just get wins and it doesn't matter what way we get wins. Um, so I fancy Everton to beat them. I'm going to say Everton 2 0, and I'm going to go with Richardson. Okay. Uh, is he going oh, to play? He, uh, oh, I was just going to think, actually. He wasn't involved. Oh, was he involved? Well, apparently, right, I've seen this. Apparently, Richardson isn't banned because the uh, Everton have a great relationship with the Brazilian FA. And that's what I've read online. Because he wasn't named in the. It, the Players are named, but the two, the two liver or the three Liverpool lads, Rafinha, Ederson, and he or Gabriel Jesus, and he was no mention of Ricardson, so That's why I yeah. went with it. Yeah, he he's um, apparently they have a great relationship, and he's not banned. Don't know how true it is, but that's what I read. So. I'm gonna back him then, and if not okay. him, I'll, I'll, my fallback will be Dominic Calvert-Lewin. Yeah, Calvert-Lewin has scored in every game this season. Just letting you know, um, Paddy, what do you reckon on this one? Oh, Paddy's gone. <laughs> Are you still there? <laughs> I don't turn the camera. Might as well do it as well. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, I don't know where Paddy's gone. So I'm going to say an Everton win. I'm going to say a 2 1 win for Everton. And I'm going to say Demary Gray. Um, he scored in the last two games. So I fancy. Him enough, to, hasn't he? Yeah, very good. So I fancy him to score again. And I think. Him and Cavaloon are probably going to be the two that get the goals. So, um, the both of them have scored in the last two games. So, um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see. Paddy, I don't know if you're there. So, um, I'm just going to move on. It's like uh, a, Ouija, a Ouija board. Did... <laughs> did... Paddy did... talk to us. Oh, Paddy. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, no, we don't know what happened there. So, we'll go back on to that. Uh, Everton Borney score for Uh, 2 0 to Everton Calvert Leon score for us. Nice one. Uh, right, that is all we have got for the fixtures this week, this week, lads. Um, we're moving on to, and look, I don't care. We're an hour and six minutes. I don't give a fuck. Don't care anymore. We're going oh, no, I don't into, think we have time for the fashion show. No, 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 no buddy, we, we, do. we are going into... The fashion show, lads. Um, I'm just going to go and... sleep behind here. <laughs> right, so we're going to be looking at the home, the away, and the third kit of Brentford. So let me just pull this screen up here. That should be popping up now. I know it's over. I know it's not related right now, Cully, but it's hard to fill in the time when you're when you're looking at this. Uh, Rod, Roger Cock launched the uh, the Leeds oh. third kit today. That oh, looks marvelous. Okay. Nice. I think the Rick Cock in the jersey look, looks class. I won't lie. Um, the last two weeks we put up tour kits, but they could have been anything because I didn't realise the tour kits were released so late. Um, but lads, these are in for a treat when the Chel- when we get the Chelsea's kits and the tour kit is flames. So uh, yeah, these are interested in that one. Uh, right, lads, we have the home kit here. For anybody that is listening on Spotify, as well, just fast forward to. About 15 minutes or so, or 10 minutes or whatever. <laughs> skip to the end. Just skip to the end for the bets because uh, you won't be able to see what we're talking about here. Um, otherwise, you can just kind of jump onto YouTube and watch it. Uh, lads, this is the Brentford home kit this season. Um, we've got a lovely red and white strawberry Sunderland-esque. Uh, we've got a, a wasp on their, on their crests for some reason. Um, sponsored by Umbro and Hollywood Bets. Now, us being a football bets for you, 
a betting podcast, lads, this surely gets an extra point or two. Um, Paddy, what do you think of this one? <laughs> Has a starfish on the front of it. That was good. <laughs> a starfish. A starfish and a bee. Wow. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a wildlife <laughs> exhibition. <laughs> <laughs> what would you, what would you, now we're going to be writing these out of ten for anybody that is new to this. Uh, and, and, I, and I can't just give a round number. I have to. No, go no, no. Don't do rookie numbers here. I don't really like it to be honest with you. Um, do you not? No, no. Boy in the striped pajamas kind of feels with. Um, they were blue, weren't they? I'm gonna go. I'm, yeah, sorry, but not colors. Fucking fashion bleeding queen there. <laughs> it's a fashion show, Paddy. Yeah, yeah. You need to be able to see colors. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I'm gonna go for a three point eight. Three point eight, very low. Um, Connor, what do you think? I, I have to agree with Paddy. I'm not a huge fan on the actual jersey. I think it's a little bit yeah. simple. But what I do like is I know it's Umbro. I know exactly what that jersey don't feels agree with me, like. Like I care. I don't care about this. You section. do care, Paddy. Paddy was de- <laughs> Paddy's in depth review. I agree with. What I do like is I like I like the neck on it. Yeah, because I know what that Umbro feels like. It's a good jersey. It's a uh, it's quite slim. Belly on, I can already imagine. It would, it would make me look very. You modelling a paddy, were you? Yeah. It would make me feel very fat. I'm gonna add me points on for for the Hollywood bet and for the B. So yeah. it's 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 gonna be a a, a six point one. Okay. Um. Yeah, lads. I, I'm a far, I'm a fan of the star. Um. The starfish here we've got. Um, Actually, sorry, can we, um so yeah. would, 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 could you put up the leaderboard there so far of what points each jersey has gotten up to now? Um, no, Paddy, that's actually due for next week. Oh, yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so I have that ready for next week, Paddy. So uh, yeah, so that will be uh, coming up right. next week. Um, so I'm a that. fan of the starfish. Um, I don't like wasps. Is that a bee or a wasp? I don't know. I'm not ready to. I think sure. it's a bee. I think it's a bumblebee. No, I mean bumblebees are, are a little bit more kind of they're fat. <laughs> they're more black. Yeah, they have nickname. They're called what, the Hornets or something. Right? Oh my god, they might be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not. They're not the Hornets or, or Wofford, aren't they? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, that to me looks like a wasp. I'm I, I'm not a fan of wasps. Um, I I don't mind bees. I think bees are the greatest in the world. Uh, they're they're yeah, the, the, the Hornet is Wofford. The Hornet is Wofford. We're all right. What's what, the what sound of slave? The wasps. What does the sound of slave? Uh, safety culture. Uh, yeah. I to, sorry, I have to give an extra point. Brentford's nickname is I love like a bit of safety. Okay, uh, lads, I'm not a fan of a wasp. If that's a wasp, I don't like it. I, I'm more a fan a of bee. No, their, their nickname is the bees. So I presume. Oh, it's a okay, bee. right. So we're gonna call this a bee. I'm, I'm a fan of bees. Um, there's a girl on TikTok who who looks after a lot of bees, and she, her voice is very soothing. So, um, yeah, right. you know the one I'm talking about. Um, yeah. so I, I I like that. Um, I like an umbrella jersey. I'm going to go with a six point one on this one. That's um, not the same as me. Of, is that what you said? Is it? Yeah, it is. Look at us. Yeah, look at us. Look at us, fucking fashionistas. Um, right, we're gonna move on to the away jersey, lads. Oh. <laughs> Paddy, what's your, what's your initial thoughts of this? It's very yellow. It's very like the home jersey, but like a different colour. <laughs> <laughs> what about your lack of colour, though? Just like literally yeah, no, I, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't be, I wouldn't be mad about the, like, the pissy yellow colour. 
But like the V neck is a bit better than the round neck, maybe for playing right. football in. And then there's a bit of black on the arms, which is black. Respect. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna go for what did I give the last one? Five point three or four point two? I'll give this another four point two. I'm gonna give everything four point two from now on. <laughs> Paddy or uh, Connor, what do you reckon? Are you a fan of the yellow or is it? Is yeah, it I reckon the picture hasn't done this justice because if you can see, like, there's V's running through it as well. Yeah. So I I reckon they would be more pronounced in person, and that's like ventilation and stuff between it. So I reckon it's more like B for ventilation, like B for <laughs> ventilation. That's exactly it. <laughs> yeah. It's a good thing you didn't put air conditioning, and it would have been too much. Um, <laughs> but I reckon that's more pronounced in person. It's more like a like a black and a, and a yellow, almost like a B. Ooh. So I'm loving the symbolism here from oh, the Monroe jersey. You have connections. Um, the V-neck is a, is a big plus. The Numbro jersey. The B-neck, did you just say? The B-neck, exactly. <laughs> um, I'm going to give this a, a, a 6.99. Oh, wow. 9.9 nine, um, nine double digit. Oh, my Jesus wow. Christ. We're getting the fractions now. Fucking hell. Um, lads, I'm not... I have to admit... From what I'm looking at down here compared to what I'm actually looking at on the screen and what everybody else is looking at, um, it looks completely different. And it's a it's a lot better looking on... When you say I look down here, have you got like a fan down on the ground pinned? I have another laptop there. And I'm, I'm a much bigger fan of what we're seeing on the actual podcast here. So while everybody is watching. It's a lot more yellowy. This one looks like a bit of a darker yellow. So I'm going to just look at this because I, I, I do like this one a little bit more. Um... Do we fancy it? Oh, like, I, I'm thinking very similar to the other one. I'm just going to go with 6.0. I'd probably prefer the red and white a little bit more. Even though it's um, the colour of a B. I know, but like, like I respect their their Man. intentions, but for me, you just missed missed the mark. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go 6.1. No, I'm not going 6.0. I'm going 5.9. I'm not going 6.0. 5.9 for this one. Lads, we're going on to the tour kit. What about this one? Paddy, are you a fan of this one? Uh, yeah, it's lovely. No, the, yeah, it's decent. I've, I like white. Yeah, white's great. A bit, 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 bit of a West Ham look to it, actually. Pa- Paddy, Paddy loves white. Clip it now, quick. Fucking <laughs> 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 hell, Paddy. Um, You're going to do your own prime time. Um, yeah, no, so I'll give that one uh, fucking six. <laughs> point <Point>. zero. <laughs> one. Connor, what do you think? It reminds me of the uh, the St. Pauli away jersey. <laughs> and I'm uh, a big fan of St. Pauli. I like yeah. the uh, the colours in the arms. Um, and I reckon they are they're the, the Graham Lawler tight fitting arms. Do you know, oh, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but they're actually tiny, but the sleeves do it for them. Yeah. Um I'm gonna go uh, Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. I'm gonna say um seven point one two. Oh, four. It's an, an outrage. No, no, no. We have to put, <laughs> we have to make a limit on this now. Uh, so you're on seven point one. I really like that as a kit. Yeah, I would prefer that as their second kit or their home kit. Oh yeah, yeah. So do I. I definitely prefer this kit over the other two. Um, I'm gonna go with a a, a solid six point eight on this one. Um, solid jersey, nice colors. Um, I like I like that they've kept the umbro black. Rather than putting it to this color, mauve is that what we're going to call it? Um, was it cl- claret? No, uh, maybe it looks like an Aston Villa, Aston Villa jersey. Or maybe I like these two little colors here. 
in between the two claret colors. Uh, don't know what they represent and why they're on the jersey, but I, I like it. Um, the bees. And I'm all about this safety culture. I, I'm loving the color of these these little symbols here. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna go with is what did I say? Six point eight. Six point eight. Okay. Six point eight on that one. That's right, lads. That's the end of the fashion show. That was fantastic. Funny, um, what should happen is we should we should get through all the teams, and then at the end of the season, each person designs their own jersey for the oh, football bet for you football team. Unreal. Based off the things that we've learned. Unreal. Love that idea. Paddy um, loves it. Look at him. Paddy's already has ideas now. Paddy's already I'm sketching sure. them out. I mean, email another podcast here, football betting podcast. <laughs> they're gonna get a place on podcast. Are you email the podcast. <laughs> Plug. <laughs> so we're moving on. Yeah, the podcast doesn't want Pat. It's on host. <laughs> uh, lads, we are moving on to the final part of tonight's show, which is. The betting section, lads. Um, so we're going to give out our bets. What have we got, lads? Paddy, have you got anything done? Did you do your um, 10 to 1,000? Yes, I do. And actually, I was I had won my first 10 to 1,000 because i done a... Uh, he did the fiver bet and then turned it into your... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so I had 20 there. So I'm after splitting it now for over uh, Ronaldo to score a header. I got an 8 to 1. Okay. So I stuck a 10 on that. And then... Fernandez to score and assist the goal. I got that at 72. So it's looking at a tenner on that. Okay. Bankers then. Bankers, yeah. Fernandez to cross the ball to Ronaldo. I've done, done a couple of accumulators as well, actually. Um, oh, right. I've done five. You want to share your screen? Is it easy for it to share your screen? Or? Yeah, I don't, I don't mind you. If you want. Do you hear him closing down those background tabs? Yeah, I didn't. Are you? <laughs> Doesn't look like your internet can handle it, Paddy. So I wouldn't if I was you. <laughs> <laughs> can handle this, right? Are we adding this to stream here. Here we go. Right. Okay. So you uh, can zoom in on them if you want, Paddy. Little. Wow, you've gone that way. That's very old school. Okay, so Tottenham, Arsenal, United, City, Chelsea, Liverpool, and Everton. Uh, five will get me back 76 and then on this one here I went for Tottenham United, Arsenal, City Wolves, West Ham Chelsea, Liverpool and Everton and a five will get me back 385 That's not bad actually is it? Yeah, so. That's, all, that's all, all me and then I have obviously the two I spoke about at the start so Ronald yeah. score header and Fernandez. I like, I like these power play bets. Some of them come yeah, in. Yeah, they're good, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I want you to bets. open that the podcast content folder there at the top, Paddy. Will you open that? <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm going to. But Connor, you didn't have any done up for this no, week, didn't you? Nothing right, done for okay. this week. Right, so I'll just got I'll run through mine. I've only have a couple done there. So um this is um all my predictions. So I've put two euro on it and you're getting just under a G back. So nine hundred and ninety-six euro. Um, already in the profit, lads, for one cent. So might cash that out. I don't know. I'm thinking about. Um, so I've gone with Spurs to be Palace, uh, Arsenal to be Norwich, the draw between Brentford and Brighton, City to beat Leicester, United to be Newcastle, draw with West Ham and Southampton, Wolves to beat Watford, Chelsea to beat Villa, Liverpool to beat Leeds, and Everton to beat Burnley. Uh, next one I have, lads, oh, is a six, six fold. <laughs> I was going to do 
I was going to do it where like I put a fiver on each week and we're going for a bet that, that returns at least five grand just so we can fucking hit big this year, lads, because I really think we are due a massive fucking winner this year and I think we're going to get it. So um, I haven't done it though. <laughs> but this is uh, this is close enough. So uh, this is 2,522 to one. So one, one of your finest euros will get you back two and a half thousand. So I've done City to win, both teams to score. Fulham to win and uh, against Blackpool and both teams to score. West Ham to beat Millwall, both teams to score. Plymouth and Sheffield Wednesday to draw, both teams to score. Sunderland to beat Accrington, both teams to score. And Forest Green to beat yeah, was it? Uh, Northampton, both teams to score. Um, so yeah, a euro on that will get you two and a half grand. So two euro on this, lads. The old classic four draws. Um, 274 euro returns. I've gone with Southampton and West Ham. I've gone with Bristol City and Preston. I've gone with Swansea and Hull. And I've gone with Ipswich and Bolton to draw. So that'll that'll pay 136 to one. Not a bad one. Uh, then I've done a fiver on this one, lads. You'll get a grand back, 202 to one. I'm already being offered 23 cents profit. Lads, if I just kept putting bets on and just kept taking the profit, like, I'd be fucking up like two euro. Yeah. Uh, so I've done, I've done Arsenal to win, I've done City to win, I've done Fulham to win, Barmouth, QPR, West Brom, Burton, Wigan, Forest Green, and Chelsea. So that'll be a grand back from a fiver. This is my, um, this is my, Challenge bet so ten to a thousand. So <laughs> I've been offered thirty cent profit, lads. The bookies are shitting themselves. So I've stuck a tenner on this one, and um, so I've gone with. So it's 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 ten point five two to one. So the, the decimals count when it's in the challenge. So one hundred and fifteen euro and sixteen cent would be returned. So I've gone with Arsenal, United, West Brom, Celtic, PSG, Chelsea, Ajax, Besiktas. Benfica. Lads, who is going to let me down on that one? Celtic are going to draw with Ross County. They always do. Do you think so? Yeah. When you said you always do, was that like a stat? I mean, they haven't, haven't in the last two times, but I think the three games before that they drew or lost. The last time they played them, they beat them 6 0, though. So that's it. No, then with a low. Um, lads, look, let's let's call a spade a spade here. That should win. Like, shouldn't it? Can I get some confirmation on that? No. No. I hope it does. I don't think that one should win. Like maybe Benfica might be the, the dodgy one there. Although they, Benfica have won all of their games and Santa Clara haven't won like one. So no. Look, lads, that's that's all I've got. Um again I'm gonna just highlight I'm gonna just try show this bet again because I think it's unbelievable. Uh I have a five around, two fifty each way, ninety one grand back. All these teams are within like the top two or three so far. So we're winning 93 grand, lads. Just saying. Uh, lads, that is fucking all we've got. It's been a, an hour and 23 minutes. Um, I don't know. I think that's a reasonable enough kind of time to go. Usually we were going an hour and 40. So um, we're getting there. Lads, thanks for coming on. Connor, it's been a pleasure. Cheers, lads. Paddy, thanks for coming on. Again, don't forget you can catch Paddy on... The podcast man and all them all them golden fucking handles, buddy. You can show them out there. 
uh, uh, podcast man. <laughs> the podcast man. Thank you. Thank you. We're starting um, lads, we will be back the same time next week in the same place. Make sure anybody that is watching you do subscribe to the YouTube channel. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Make sure make sure you follow me on Facebook. If you're watching this on Facebook, you, you already follow me. So um I don't care. Hey, you yeah. follow me if you want. Fuck off, like, I don't care. Uh, right, lads, I'll see you next week.